This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everybody. Bohemia. Oh, wait, I was doing the short rest yawn? Whoa. Oh, what the hell's up with that? I didn't hear the yawn. Non-Patreon subscribers do not get plug to hear ears. the short rest plug yawn. Yeah. Plug your ears. Rewind and listen to it again, but plug your ears. Murph, you need to get it together. I, you <laughs> gotta That's wake the kind up, of mistake man. that we can't come back You're from. right. Okay. You're Let's... deep down in a sweet blue hole. Okay. <laughs> the references are getting deeper and this is too much. Okay. I'm your Dungeon Master Brian Murphy joined by Jake Herwitt. Fan of the ice knife, but not old guppies. Sex life. Calder killed it. (laughs) (laughs) It's healthy. It's good. (laughs) And then, of course, we've got Emily Axford. On an adventure looking for the Grand Mariner Business Center. Oh. (laughs) Calliope Petrichor. Yikes. She's too deep. Wait, why is that a yikes? Because it was not a great rhyme, but also about the business center. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I thought we were razzing each other here. Come on. Too far, man. Got you. (laughs) And then, of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. Ooh, a face that makes people full of fear and also a brain full of ideas. It's Saul (laughs) Buffo. I've got a great one. I've got a great one this week. Take it back, Emily. (laughs) Okay, so we it's like a bath bomb but for your mouth we call it a brush bomb and it just gets your teeth cleaned really slowly what do we think wait Ah, do you have to put it in your mouth like you put a bath bomb in a a bath it's like a jawbreaker that cleans your mouth and you just kind of swirl it around in there for like three hours does it taste like soap uh, it doesn't have to. It probably tastes more minty. I need it to taste like you soap. Need <laughs> how how long did you say it had to be in there? I think you might have said three hours. I, upwards of three hours. It depends on, I would say. That's a long time to gargle, man. Right, you but can't it, you're not down. gargling. You're just like swishing it around like a jawbreaker. I, I would say it's like a pleasant experience. You're kind of like really working it with your tongue. And maybe you can work it Holding faster. Holding liquid <laughs> in your mouth for three hours? It's not liquid. It's a bath bomb. It's well, a bath bomb for your mouth. What I does don't it see burst into? If you forgot about classic bits, like Saul having bad ideas, <laughs> let's go ahead and do a 
little recap. <laughs> yes, please. So last time you faced off against Daydor and his inkling syndicate goons at the Aquestrian Casino. After dominating them for most of the fight, Daydor threatened the invisible Callie that if she didn't back off, he'd kill one of her friends. When she oh. didn't, Daydor. How'd that turn out for him? <laughs> Not great. We'll get to that. Daydor zeroed in on Saul and downed him, but Saul used his mastery of death ability to bounce back to life. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Sorry. Twice. <laughs> this caused Daydor to flee, but you were able to chase him down and subdue him. You decided to take him to Ursia to speak about the troubling amount of Alexandrite magic present within them. You loaded him up on Calder's back, but as you headed to the train, Daydor started to act strangely and was suddenly killed by a far-off psychic attack, likely Thero Krakarn trying to keep his agents quiet. Oops. As the crowd freaked out <laughs> around you, Saul grabbed a vial from his pocket and you escaped to old Guppy's apartment. Nice. After a beautiful night of lovemaking <laughs> amongst the old guppies, mm, you yeah. staked... Not that beautiful. Yeah, not that beautiful for Calder. You staked out the Grand Mariner Hotel. Saul did some invisible reconnaissance to find Gromdahl's room. Calder stumbled upon a vandalized puppet shop, and Callie discovered that the vial had some of Alexandrite's magic in it and could explain how Daydor was able to control it. Armed with new info, Callie became a businesswoman and talked her way <laughs> to a room below Gromdahl Suite. You rode up together with a puppet bellhop and snuck in Honeysuckle with a reduced spell. Oh, <laughs> Uh, once up there, Honeysuckle burrowed into the room above you, and you were able to investigate. There, you found that Gromdahl had been using magic items to scry on Syra, Callie's sister. Oh you also found a discarded business card from the vandalized puppet shop, saying that, quote, there's another way, and leaving an address. As you left for the elevator to follow that lead, you found that you had been followed by an inkling syndicate assassin posing as a piano player. He'd been killed by the puppet bellhop, whose head rolled to you and yelled about how he'd saved you. And that's where we are now. Ha, uh, okay. okay. Everyone back through the hole, I think, right? Um, I think I want to grab this head. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to leave, and I want to use my divine sense to try to understand what it is. Sure. Like, what animated it. And yeah. if it's still speaking, I'm going to say, thank you so much. I just You're say, welcome. Ha, ha, ha. Do you need a body? Do you, are you going to slowly pass in my arms? Hmm, I might. I'm not sure. I've never lost my head before. Ha, ha, ha. Who's your daddy? Toy box. Okay, toy box. box. I don't like this guy. <laughs> what? But I helped you, friend. You huh? did yeah. so helpfully. Thank you so much. Where does toy box live? Toy box lives. And the puppet head gives you the address that you found on the back of that business card. Damn it. Okay, okay. thank you so much. What floor? Can you can you lower the, the volume of your voice? Is that possible? <laughs> yeah, like a knob or something? I reach my hand up the head so it looks like I'm puppeteering him and try no, to turn no, down. No, no, no. <laughs> His jaw just maybe. comes unhinged. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Calder Pratt falls backwards. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you guys are at the door of this elevator. The puppet bellhop and the assassin have destroyed each other in this close space. There's blood sprayed along the wall from the assassin, and the puppet's obviously been beheaded. You see its body is tangled up with the assassin's body, um, but the dismembered head is in Callie's hands now, uh, just still kind of trying to do his job. 
Okay. Shall we take this to the lobby? Ha ha. I don't think we should go down in the elevator. That's a bad look. Is there another elevator or is it just the one? Oh yeah. Is there a service elevator? Yes, I can take you down the service elevator. Great, let's Thank do that. You. What's yeah. your name? Bellhop. Hi, Bellhop. <laughs> it's really nice to meet you. Point us to the elevator. Okay. Thank you. Can, is there, there's no volume. No volume at all. <laughs> can I just like experimentally put the head on top of Foster? <laughs> no. Callie, I bet you do not. <laughs> just absolutely terrifying. Just puppet head on a little duck. Just keeps waddling around and running around Calder. Go no. after Uncle Calder. Go after Uncle Calder. I, don't I just got to so. ask, do you think that you're saying jokes? Is that what's going on here? Or are you just laughing to make us feel more comfortable? Exactly. You get it. I get that. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. right? I get it. Yeah. No, Sometimes people are creeped out by puppets and clowns. But if you smile and laugh really hard, they'll be able to relate to you. The smile's not working. There's not like a puppet clown somewhere in this town, is there? <laughs> yeah. Is there like a district with clowns? No. Okay. Okay. Just make it sure. There has to be another another way. <laughs> is there a third way? <laughs> so, Callie, to answer your earlier question when you yeah. said off the divine sense, you're yeah. not getting a good or evil vibe okay. off of this. This is a little bit more of a perhaps detect magic, but you're getting like a transmutation vibe. This is okay. just purely kind of a scientific creation. Huh. And when you're putting your sunglasses on, uh, the the ones that detect alexandrite, no alexandrite on this being. Cool. Do these puppets work? Would we know this by infusing like some of your psyche or like your psionic energy into them? Is that how they work? I know that this is like a psionic town. You see... Foster turns around with the puppet head <laughs> on him. And, oh, oh my God. <laughs> and the puppet head goes, yes, exactly. We've been awakened just a little bit by Papa Toy Box. Oh, I actually find you really endearing. <laughs> Thanks. I'm <laughs> just going to say that. I do. What about you? <laughs> Looks at Calder. <laughs> huh? I, I'm trying to warm up to you and I don't know if we'll get there, but maybe getting off the duck could oh. be a start. Oh, he looks so good, though. Foster, you like having him on, right? You hear deep underneath the puppet head. <laughs> okay, I'll just I'll just walk ahead. I'll walk ahead towards the service elevator. Great. I think maybe if we put some clown makeup on the puppet, that'll make Calder feel more comfortable. <laughs> it will not. I'm walking ahead, but I can't hear you. Sweet. Uh, Calder walks ahead. Uh, you see... Foster follows where the puppet is looking uh, and takes you guys down a different hallway towards a door that says employees only. Foster uh, props it open, just kind of barrels through it mm -hmm. as the puppet laughs. And you guys go down a service <laughs> elevator that takes you into a back alley behind the Grand Mariner. Uh, right. And back here, you actually see Kenna and Riaris are waiting for you guys. Okay, oh. I don't reference anything. <laughs> Kenna sees the puppet head on Foster. Oh my God! Yeah. Okay, so good news. It seems like someone's looking out for us. Uh, Toy Box apparently has our back. Yeah. At least against the Inkling Syndicate. Yeah, Riaris, do you uh, you know anything about uh, Papa Toy Box? You see Riaris, he's super chill, but he takes on like, his eyes go a little bit wide. Whoa. <laughs> That's the biggest reaction I've ever seen from yeah. you. Are you, are you okay? Is, is something wrong with the vibe? Okay. Um, I don't know if things have changed, but last I knew... Yeah? Toy Box was in the Inkling Syndicate. Oh. Ow. But... 
Have you heard any rumblings of like a schism within the Inkling Syndicate, those who want to work with Alexandrite and those that don't? That all sounds super new to me, so I don't know okay. anything about that. What I do know about Toy Box is that Toy Box used to be called a Danth, and he was like a diplomat for the sea elves, but then kind of broke off from the collective and came here and joined the Inkling Syndicate. Oh. So, so Toy Box is a guy. There's a singular. There is a Papa Toy Box. I don't know. I, I guess so. Would okay. you be comfortable if we tried to meet with him? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, if we could all come together again, that'd be cool. Do you want, like, an errand or something to do in the meantime? So no, you don't have to be I, I implicated like, in all this? I feel like it's time to heal these wounds. <laughs> all right. All right, man. All right. Yeah, needs a, these wounds need a little sunlight, you know. <laughs> yeah, let's let's air let's it. Get out. it all out in the open. All right. Uh, I can I can walk ahead of everybody. <laughs> Don't worry, I can lead the way, Papa. Papa too. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, you see, Foster waddles next to <laughs> Calder. Right. Seems to be kind of taking on the puppet's emotions. I lean over to Saul and I'm like, I kind of think I might have made art. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is your baby. <laughs> Calder waddles along next to the duck. <laughs> so you guys travel to the address on the back of the business card here. And just past the vandalized puppet emporium, you find a huge compound. There's a big wrought iron gate. And beyond it, you see a mansion with large pillars, gas lamps, alight the courtyard where strange clockwork flowers move in a way that gives off the illusion of wind going through them. There are several puppet guards patrolling the outside. They all look oh, like fuck. big toy soldiers. No. Muskets at their side as they march back and forth with red glowing eyes. And out in front of the gates, there are bloodstains in the pavement. It looks like there okay. have been fights here recently. Oh, I've always known puppets to be scary and violent. <laughs> <laughs> now it's confirmed. I say we just walk up to a guard. Yeah. And just be like, hey, we have something that belongs to Toy Box. We want to meet him. You walk up to the gate and immediately see one of the toy soldiers locks in on you. Scanning, scanning. Potential enemy detected. Oh, what? no. I no, you were going to give me like a out of 10 how hot I am. Six. <laughs> what? Whoa. Hey, hey, my friend Kelly. You piece of shit. I thought you meant hot as in hot or cold, how much of an enemy you are. Oh, don't try to cover your tracks now. We know what She's you meant. She's gorgeous. Do, do yeah. you? Let me fix your bangs, Kelly. Move here. Do you know what I meant? I don't know that you do. Sir, we're tens across the board. Prepare to fight. Your tens? Okay. Never have I been treated to such inhospitality. Oh my God, Kelly, you're still wearing your wool sweater. That's the issue. Uh, oh my oh. God. You're right. I'm dressed like a bland businesswoman. I thought you were just a businesswoman. Oh, I know. I know. Scan again. Hold Scan on. Again. Hold on. I have to go change. I go change. I come back. Scan, scan again. Do it again. <laughs> you see the puppet scans again. Eight. What? Oh, what the are you, you kidding? Are you, you your vision impaired, my friend? What do you want me to do? You want me to think you're a bigger threat? I don't get it. If you're a 10, I have to attack. Say my friend is a smoke that show. That is my programming. Yeah, say I'm a smoke I, show. If you are a smoke show, then I will have to shoot my musket at you. <laughs> Some things must be done in this world. There are prices for being hot. I can't interface with this, Calder. Take over. Okay. <laughs> 
I knew puppets weren't to be trusted, but I've never known somebody to be so blatantly duplicitous, you lying scoundrel. My friend is a 10. I, I literally don't know how to lie. The greatest lie I ever told was saying that you were an eight instead of a six because you don't appear that threatening. Your weapons are not out and you are not wearing inkling syndicate gear. Who, who do you consider a 10? Okay. In yeah. your mind, who is a 10? Someone with a squid tattoo on their neck or okay. a squid bag over so their face. So you like girls with tattoos? Okay. I don't like okay. anyone I with anything. I actually do have tattoos. Yep. I hold out my tattoo I don't. the lyrics. I think we're misunderstanding each other. I am. Yeah, and puppet. you know what? I tend to be attracted to those that don't understand don't. me. So I'm following I don't pattern. fuck. I just absolutely don't fuck. I don't think people are hot. Wow. I'm a puppet. You don't, you don't have to fuck to be like a, a subjective yeah, judge. Yeah, that's okay. I'm not that, though. I'm a toy soldier. Right? Okay, Look, I need you to calm down. Okay. Yeah. I'm very... Whatever game you're spinning, yeah. it's yeah. working. Okay. I, think, I do not have a game. You're a mastermind. I'm, First off, okay. I have to give kudos and credit where it's due. You're a fucking genius. I'm not trying to be... Clearly, we need like a second opinion here. Is there someone else we could talk to? Maybe like a more of a biological being that might have like a better sense of who's hot? There are no biological <laughs> beings here. I think we actually are here because we want to speak with... Papa Toy Box, if we can, we found one of his children. And I nudge Foster forward. <laughs> Foster goes forward, but you do see that the bellhop puppet is starting to act faulty. Okay, so we found him. He'd been murdered by someone from Gromdahl Bronzebeard, so I don't know if that inflames any sort of like past tensions. Yes, talk about a 10 out of 10. Really? Gromdahl? I walk away. I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you say that uh, you want to talk to Papa Toybox, uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. May I use my emissary of peace, a.k.a. emissary of beasts? Uh, emissary of beasts, <laughs> a.k.a. emissary of puppets. 33. Holy shit. Whoa. I got a 19 on the die. <laughs> it's a 10 out of 10. Wow. I instantly am charmed by your overwhelming charisma. <laughs> That could be dangerous. <laughs> you are oh, a nine. Don't say, don't say we're oh hot because of our personality, you piece of shit. <laughs> Someone else. I can't. <laughs> Did this guy read like a pickup book or something like that? <laughs> Just let us go talk to whoever made you. I have a bone to pick. Very well. Uh, you see this toy soldier opens up the gate and uh, you see uh, quickly they close it behind you and more guards kind of go out and look both ways looking for inkling syndicate members. You guys are brought past the clockwork garden and through this beautiful intricate door with dozens of gears and locks, everything here has wild attention to detail. And as the toy soldier approaches, the gears begin spinning, the various locks pop open and as the door creaks ajar, you see a large open mansion covered in clutter. There are fine pieces of artwork on the walls, pictures of various humanoids, not just sea elves, people from all over the world. You see paintings of like old Galateron, the city built on a mountain that collapsed a long time ago. You see dwarves of Iron Deep, fellow elves, Aladrin, orcs, humans. You see nice furniture, but there's a lot of clutter. It looks like toy box does not have a lot of guests and that the entire mansion is used as a workshop there are unfinished puppets up on hooks all over the place huh. <laughs> oh god Calder, are you gonna be okay no <laughs> fuck 
I give him a bardic inspiration. <laughs> one of the puppets up on a hook grabs Calder. Oh, come on. <laughs> Swat it away. Smack it down. Can I have done a perception check as we were walking past the clockwork garden? Mm. Yeah. I, I'm not looking for anything in particular. I just like feel like I've had a... I'm just curious about it. Yeah, yeah. totally. 11. 11. Can I... Uh, I want to smell one of the clockwork flowers. Okay. And I'll do that as perception. Great. Ooh. Uh, that's going to be a 22. Yeah, you do weirdly get the fresh scent of flowers. It seems wow. like they are magically enchanted to give off a scent. <laughs> uh, you you smell this like beautiful, earthy, perfumey smell. Oh, it's aromatic. It's lovely. It's like a perfume gland in there. Interesting. Yeah. Can I pluck it? Please don't pick <laughs> out of people's gardens. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, you're right. That was rude. <laughs> I know, that was not 10 behavior. I apologize. <laughs> that actually would be 10 behavior. What? Your standards are so confusing. I, can't I think we up. are not connecting <laughs> on what being a 10 to me, a guard is. I pluck the flower and I sniff deeply and I wink at the guard. Wow. An eight and a half. <laughs> Saul clenches his fist. Yeah, so uh, inside here, you see that... Uh, what kind of flowers does he replicate? Mm. Uh, he replicates... They look like sunflowers. Really? Wow. Yeah, they're like gold on the outside, and then there's this kind of like brown middle that looks like... The, everything looks like it was handmade and looks like the, the gears inside of a, a clock. I think of that little sunflower that I made a promise to so long ago. Oh, Ooh. yeah. This is reminiscent of flowers that you would see in the Feywild and stuff. Interesting. Do the flowers also kind of move of their own accord there? Yeah, but they're almost, I mean, this is like clockwork. So it's almost like they're moving by someone else's design. And it feels like in the Feywild, they are autonomous. Mm. They're moving by their own design. Okay, so this is like a uh, perversion of that is what you're getting at. I don't want to jump to that conclusion. I'm keeping an open mind. Okay. Right now, I'm just appreciating seeing like sunflowers. So you guys spend some time in this garden and then go into this living room. And finally, you are approached by a strange puppet. Looks like a work in progress. It is a clockwork being with no outer shell. It has no clothing or fake skin. You can see all of the complex inner workings. Its whole body just looks like the inside of a clock, just thousands of little gears and springs, all moving and clicking. Its eyes are bulging out of its head. It's got that look of an animatronic without its like fake skin on. And its head shows this complicated clockwork brain that lights up with magical pulses as it speaks. Welcome, I am Toybox. I sense that we may be able to help each other. Can we do an insight? Is this actually Papa Toy Box? Yeah, go ahead and do an insight check. Nat 20. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. yeah. I'll do one too just for fun. That's a six. That's a three? <laughs> okay. Uh, Calder and Saul, you can't get a read on this dude at all. Callie, you sense a strong source of magic. I'll even say that your paladin divine sense mm -hmm. picks up that this is the source of the magic that you sensed on the bellhop. And oh. does it feel human? The source of the power feels human. Okay. Is this what Calder was talking about? The forever body? Yes. This is a prototype that I hope to someday be able to offer to everyone. Wow, your hearing's really good. <laughs> yes, well, you were speaking right in front of me, and you didn't say anything about you whispering Sorry, or it's anything rude. like that. Yes. <laughs> My prime body was destroyed by the Inkling Syndicate, 
and I had always planned on using this, but I'm afraid I've had to do it a little bit earlier than I thought I might. Ha! 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 Oh, <laughs> did, did you program your, your laugh Myself like to that? laugh to make people more comfortable. <laughs> Is there any way to tweak it to, to lower it? Yes, if I still had my prime body, I could tweak it, but... I, I want yeah. to say that I really love your garden. Thank you very much. It is like the gardens that I used to enjoy in the Feywild. Is that where you're from? That's what I was wondering, if you were recreating a bit of the Feywild here. I am from Sunair originally, but I have traveled all over mainland Bohemia. And the Feywild. And the Feywild as well. Wow. And oh. what brought you back here? Nostalgia? You see, it's very tough to read toy box's face literally mm-hmm. like a half finished machine yeah but when you say that it takes toy box long enough to respond to that that you sense like a sadness there's like mm-hmm. he gets like a far off look and goes i used to travel the world on behalf of suner and um. i spent hundreds of years experiencing this beautiful world only to learn that so many people have so little time in it. So many stories, but they always have the same ending. Death. May I ask you, someone so well-traveled, what was your favorite place that you ever saw? Well, I suppose the Feywild was for a while, and then Iron Deep was for a while, and Galateron was for a while. And the crick was for a while. Anywhere you just want to skip? <laughs> What's your miss list? <laughs> My miss just list? Like, just like a town that's like just okay. It's like, you know, for passing through, maybe you spend a night there. Yeah. Esri is fine. <laughs> I can't typically do that, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> we lived there for a long time. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. So, yes, I came back here to cure death. Wow. I see. I have done terrible things for the greater good, worked with the Inkling Syndicate, but I need money and I need power and I need influence if I'm going to see my plan through. Are you still working with the Inkling Syndicate? No. We have recently parted ways. Our interests no longer align. What are their interests? Alexandrite. Looks at you, Callie, and nods. If you're against Alexandrite, I would wager that our interests are aligned. Yes. Well, I left the Syndicate once they started dabbling with magic. That would destabilize our city. Chaos is bad for my plans. Thero and his followers have been consuming an elixir enchanted with Alexandrite magic. By limiting the dose and using his own psychic powers, he believes he can use the power of Alexandrite without giving up his own autonomy. This is, of course, madness. Alexandrite wouldn't have given up her power if she weren't going to get something in return. May I ask you, uh, did you approach Grondol Bronzebeard and I show him the there is another way? I did. We were allies once within the Inkling Syndicate, and I heard that Grondol was back in town and looking for a plane shift. I tried to reach out to him, but he has ignored my requests and once again aligned himself with Thero. Where would someone go to get a plane shift? Well, I was hoping to me, but it looks like he has gone to meet with Thero Crackarn. I see. And you say your interests didn't align, but what were your interests? What did you want to do with this forever body? My interest is to cure death. 
so that everyone has a backup body that they can upload their conscious into and live forever. And in order to do that, I need stability and for the city to not be at war. I see. Would our bodies laugh like that? They could. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, my grow. laugh isn't finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would seem more like you were falling. Right. Well, I've been using my small army to keep the syndicate tied up. But now that Gromdahl has shown up, I fear Krakarn has eclipsed the powers of the city. The Inkling Syndicate's inner circle cannot measure up to the power of the Octo Magi, but with Gromdahl turning the creatures down here against them, it might be enough to push them over the edge. So it seems like something's brewing. Are things about to escalate? Is there about to be like a civil war? I think it is likely that Thero is planning something. He would not give Gromdahl something without getting something in return. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, so where do you... Go on. Where do we find... Okay, if I move some of these papers and sit down? What? <laughs> I was just going to sit down on the couch, but there's like a lot of papers everywhere. We're just talking for a long time. I thought we'd right. get comfortable. Right, you just... In, okay, yes. Do you sit great. <laughs> is that okay? I was just making sure it's okay. Looks at Calder and Callie. <laughs> These papers look important. Yeah, maybe you should just stand up, Saul. <laughs> well, um, where can we find Thero? Thero's lair is in a whale fall at the bottom of the sea, beneath the city. He will sense any humanoid approaching it, and unfortunately, he's even familiar enough with me that he can sense my magic on a puppet. But he wouldn't be able to sense if someone else were doing the puppeteering. So... I call her shudders. <laughs> so what are you suggesting? That we go spy on him for you? The bellhop reported to me that someone was sniffing around Gromdahl's room, and I thought perhaps we could be of use to each other. I could yeah. provide you with the puppet bodies, and you could provide me with weakening the inner circle of the Inkling Syndicate. So we would, like, remote pilot our own bodies? That is correct. <laughs> That's sick. That's absolutely sick. That's Calder, we have to so we have rad. to huddle up, and we need to do a quick therapy session to get you over your puppet thing, because this is sounding yeah. really cool. It's interesting. I wonder if that helps me confront my fear of puppets actually puppeteering. Somebody. You could see that puppets are your friend. Huh? <laughs> uh, not, I don't know if it's helping. <laughs> Sorry. Calder, Calder backs up and trips over a stack of papers. <laughs> oh, so he's allowed to sit. Uh, you see, uh, Toybox brings you through another door into a back workshop, and you see more puppets up on hooks. Mechanical parts are splayed around everywhere. He removes a curtain to reveal three intricate clockwork puppets. Wow. And he goes, there are three options for you. There's the assassin puppet. You see a puppet with a thick glass and bronze carapace protecting the complicated gears. It's sort of a burnt orange color with blue on the side, and it looks like a short but rangy person with long arms. It's got a small arcane battery that glows green in its midsection. Toy box hovers his hand over it, and its body moves as he describes it. Comes equipped with a hidden blade tipped with acid. You see the puppet's eyes alight, then it flicks its wrist to reveal a dripping dagger. Whoa. Acidic blow darts. The puppet blows out of its mouth and sends a dart shooting into the wall across the room, <laughs> barely grazing Calder. Wow. Okay. But puppets are kind of cool. And it specializes in stealth. 
You see, the assassin contorts its body so that the blue sides of its bronze limbs suddenly flare out to look like fins. And from a profile perspective, it looks indistinguishable from a large fish, unless you were up very close. I have to say, I love this. If this was a Warhammer mini, I would play it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am a huge fan of Warhammer. Because <laughs> he shows their Plague Marine army. <laughs> oh. Then, of course, there's the Brute Puppet. He gestures to a tall, barrel-chested puppet with big, meaty fists that look like cinder blocks. Concussive fists that'll knock down its opponents. You see it uppercuts a nearby dummy and knocks it over. The ability to shield its more vulnerable cohorts. You see Toybox goes to punch the Assassin Puppet, and the Brute blocks him absorbing the hit. And most importantly, exceptional durability. Toybox lets out an electric shock, and the brute just stands there and takes it. Wow. Nice. Wow. wow. Finally, there's the powder keg. You see a short, stocky, bronze clockwork puppet with an enormous green arcane battery that protrudes like a belly. The powder keg is completely unexceptional, except Toybox flicks his fingers, creating a light, and you see the puppet begins gathering energy around its battery. It begins shaking uncontrollably and flickering with power. Self-destruct cancel. Toybox holds his hands out and the powder keg returns to normal. Oh, that's what that was. Oh yes. All of the arcane batteries will explode upon the puppet's destruction, but the powder kegs is the most powerful, especially if you take the time to gather some power. So how does this work? Do we put on like goggles and suits and we like remote pilot them? There's a chair. Okay. And a little crown thing. But okay. yes, very similar. A Same chair idea. And a crown? <laughs> All right. Yeah, you see, uh, leads you over to, uh, you see that there are several chairs that are linked up to electrodes with like strange psychic crowns. I think I reach out a shaky hand to try to touch the brute puppet. Great. <laughs> Uh, I have stats here if you Whoa. guys want to check ah. out oh, fuck yeah. which puppet you would like to play. Oh, wow. my God. Okay, so while you guys are looking over the papers, I will tell the audience kind of what they can expect from the different characters. Mm. So the puppet assassin has very similar to the assassin monster block has assassinate during its first turn. The assassin adds advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn. Any hit the assassin scores against a surprised creature is a critical hit. It has evasion. It has sneak attack. It has an explosive core that'll do 6d6 damage if they fail a deck save. It's got a hidden blade that can do a d6 plus 7d6 of acid damage. It's got a blow dart that'll do the same, but it's a d8 instead of a d6. Uh, and it can also disassemble and turn into a snake, essentially. Uh, the puppet Brute has a slam attack that has the potential to knock people prone. It can also turn into a snake, which is basically a slow, stealthy option. And it also has a bonus action called Guard that is actually taken from Star Wars 5e. Uh, you can defend an ally within five feet of you. When you take the Guard action, you focus entirely on preventing attacks from reaching your ally. Till the start of your next turn, any attack roll made against the guarded ally has disadvantage if you can see the attacker as long as the ally is within five feet of you. And if the attack would hit a guarded ally, you can have it hit you instead. Uh, so pretty good bodyguard stuff. And then the powder keg mm -hmm. has commoner stats, 10 across <laughs> the board, but then has an explosive core. Instead of doing 6d6, does 12d6 when it's destroyed. <laughs> but if you actually take an action to self-destruct, it will power up and do 24d6 of damage, Whoa, wow. which on average is 72 damage if they fail their dex saving throw. Uh, all three have the power to turn into this like slow, stealthy snake. 
only the assassin can move quickly while stealthy because it can turn into a fish, essentially. Mm. I think Damn. it looks like the assassin is by far the strongest. Yeah. So I feel like if we could at least do two of those. However, Calliope is really drawn to the brute. Great. <laughs> I think oh. she's really wanting the chance to just like be big and strong. Is there one model of each puppet or could we choose? You can choose. These are just display models. But if you want multiple of the same, we can do that. Calder, what are you feeling? I feel like maybe do you want to do rock, paper, scissors or wrestle for it? I want this bomb. I want to plant this thing and blow it all up. (laughs) (laughs) I did not expect that. I love that. This is great. Yeah, you could control a puppet blowing up. Yeah, it's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess I'll go assassin then. Sweet. So Saul, Callie, and Calder, you guys go to sit in these seats. And as you do, Riaris looks a little uneasy and goes... Hey, Adanth, uh, we haven't <laughs> talked in a while. I just want to make sure it's like everything cool. And Toybox looks at Riaris and goes, I'm more than good. I am fulfilling my purpose. Okay. Uh, and you see Kenna walks over to you guys as you're sitting down and goes, I think if it's okay with you guys Uh I might stay behind to shake you guys awake in case anything fishy happens over on this end here that was some really good Jaina level humor right there by the way with the fishy pun yeah it was a little bit of a pun (laughs) Um, I think that's a great idea Uh, I was going to suggest that in fact and yeah Actually, Ken, I made you a little thing because since you're part of the team now, just something I've been working on. Um, it's like a uh, a golf club cover, but for your hammer. So when you're not using it, it just like gives it like a comfy little knitted uh, pocket to be in. Oh, it's got a pom pom on top. You I, know, I <laughs> I just look at Ken <laughs> knowing how much she loves to use her hammer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe it's like on holidays. Right, yes. It's festive. It's for storage purposes. You know, and it's like sheathed behind your back or something Proud like that. warriors <laughs> always want to hide their very cool weapons <laughs> under pom-poms. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Buffo. Kenna, I'm going to leave Honeysuckle with you and <laughs> a little bit of bardic inspiration. Uh, you see, as you magically enchant... Kenna with Bardic Inspiration, Toy Box looks at you and goes, you can also enchant the puppets as if they were normal humanoids. It might be good to load them up with whatever spells you have here because you won't be able to do it once you take over. Okay, I give Kenna a Bardic and I give each of the puppets a Bardic. Sweet. I go over to them. (laughs) Hello, my name is Calliope Petricor. Uh, We appreciate your service. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um, I just, I think you all look really buff. <laughs> uh, as you give them oh. inspiration, you see Toy Box makes their mouths go, ha ha, thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are they going to laugh like that during the mission? Because that might be like a security hazard. No, that's just something I did for fun. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> uh, sweet. I can also give them Pass Without Trace. Oh, Because that will last for an hour. Ooh. Sweet. You cast Pass Without Trace on all of the puppets. I'm going to do it on Kenna okay. as well, and Riaris, and Honeysuckle. Run, run, run. Nice. So after you guys have fully enchanted your puppets, mm-hmm. 
toy box goes over and helps outfit you guys in these chairs. You are connected to these electrodes that go, it's almost like a, a mocap suit that, uh, <laughs> or, or kind of like, almost like being in the matrix or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you're oh, like yeah. linked up into a pod. Oh, do we uh, die in real life if we die in, on the mission? Great question. Oh, good just question. Just before I get plugged in. No, the opposite. You just wake up here. Can I just oh, do okay. a quick like insight check on this? Because it's like, what? plugging our bodies into something and I want to like yeah. make sure that it's not going to be like mining our biological cool. information. Go ahead and give me an investigate perception or insight check. I'm going to go ahead and give Calder the help Great. action and say, <laughs> Calder, I'm just yeah. feeling obviously this is a bit wary of a situation. Do you want to do like a quick once over? Great. I'm not the only one that doesn't trust puppets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a dirty 20. With a dirty 20, you look around, you you see Riaris is dubious of Toy Box, but seems dubious of Toy Box because Toy Box left like the collective of the city mm -hmm. to go pursue a, an almost impossible goal. Yeah, so, I I mean I definitely understand. I'm I'm not fully on board with uh, pursuing ending <laughs> death, but yes. I think that doesn't mean that. Yeah. You guys get the sense, looking around and everything, does not look like this saps your body or anything like yeah. that. You've seen things like this, I'll say, in Esri. So Calder, right. you look at the tech here, very similar to how you might pilot like some kind of like bodily drone in okay. Esri. So you look yeah. at this and, and you, you get the sense that you can trust Toy Box in so much that Toy Box does not like the Inkling Syndicate yeah. and wants things to go back to the status quo here. Okay. This could be a villain in somebody else's campaign, yeah. but maybe isn't in yours, if that right. makes sense. I don't need everyone I work with to be like 100% exactly. Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally. Listen, we've used a lot of morally compromised tools yeah. in our day. Yeah. yeah, they just need to hate my enemy. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, so that does appear to be what is going on here. Yeah. So you guys hook up to these electrodes and everything, and uh, after a moment, you feel uh, your, your like muscle twitch fibers begin to activate, and your consciousness feels sort of divided between the puppet and yourself. As you like oh go to move your hand, you move the puppet's hand, oh and then God. you slowly fade from consciousness, and you begin to see through the eyes of the puppet. Callie, you embody this brute, this big, like, Eight foot tall oh fucking titan. My God, I feel so fucking powerful. I punch a wall. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. God, is this what you feel like all the time? I usually feel pretty medium sized. I'm not this big, am I? <laughs> it feels amazing. Uh, and Saul, you take on the assassin. You feel Ooh. even lighter than usual. You feel yourself kind of naturally go to bend into corners and things like that. Very good at hiding. Uh, and you feel this natural inclination, not so different from being able to inflate your fists to be able to have these like knives come out of your wrists. Oh, I practice. Shing, 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 shing. <laughs> and Calder, you take on the powder keg. You feel a extreme concentration of power in your like belly essentially your core wow. yeah in your yes. core core strength <laughs> uh, so much core strength but it's all held there you are quite literally a glass cannon there it is like covered in like thick glass and you have 
powerful magic underneath it that's essentially like a high-level fireball scroll that could be set off by someone else. So you <laughs> might even feel a little bit of like pressure to yeah. keep this thing from going off. I don't know if I'm feeling the power. I'm feeling uh, kind of a, a very delicate hair trigger. That's what I'm feeling. <laughs> I bend the knee to the powder keg and I say, my assignment is clear, Tiny King. I will keep you safe. Wow. And I guard the powder keg. Hell yeah. <laughs> Even kneeling, you're two feet taller than me. It's crazy. <laughs> you were the ball and we will get you to the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you guys can see now when you're in these this workshop, again, kind of like the Matrix, uh, your real bodies are inside these pods hooked up to all of these like electrodes or whatnot. You see yourself resting there. You see that Kenna has the, uh, she has her cover for the hammer off. That's for like when you're sleeping. Of course. That's for yeah, travel, that's obviously. That's for later. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 travel. But you'll use it later. Just try to stay alert, uh -huh. of course. Diplomatic Diplomatic stuff, of course. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah you see. Um, Even if you say like, oh, wait, when you get ready for battle, you'd be like, the sock's coming off. And that's yeah. how we'll know you're serious. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's you see. Uh, that's really good. Kenna uh, is guarding your bodies, uh, as is Honeysuckle, and Riaris is standing there uh, and talking a little bit to Toybox. As you guys take on your puppet bodies, uh, you see Toybox approaches you and goes, you should know from the puppet's memory that I've implanted where the whalefall is, so you will be able to locate it. Do you feel you're up to the task? I feel I'm up to so many fucking tasks. <laughs> I start doing push-ups and Hell yeah. You you feel I'm tireless. Can I try to run up the wall? <laughs> you crash through it. <laughs> Please, I think that was a load-bearing beam. <laughs> Kelly, carry me. I jump into <laughs> Callie's robot arm. I bend down and I scoop up my tiny king keg. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yay. King keg. Throw uh, yeah. me at the bad guys. <laughs> Let's go bowling. Sweet. So Toy Box leads you to a basement in his compound. And there you find a hatch leading down a ladder that will take you into the sea below. You enter the hatch and Toy Box um, waves to you, says good luck, and then locks the door behind you. The tunnel fills with water and you are now free to exit the city into the sea. Okay. I practice my swimming. Great. <laughs> uh, you swim ahead. Get it balled out. And you do notice that as you guys pop out into the water, Everyone except for Saul, who is the assassin, is very obviously a robot swimming around down here. I look like a beautiful sunfish. Oh. <laughs> okay. Should we? Wait. So, the assassin one is not a robot. The assassin one gives can give off the appearance of a fish. Has like a stealth ability. Okay. So, despite the thrill of being eight feet tall, <laughs> I retract into a tiny snake. Great. <laughs> I will do the exact same thing. Just like you can hide on my belly as if you're just two remoras sucking on me. <laughs> so Calder and Callie break down and their bodies compress into these like snake-like beings. And Callie's is like still like five feet long, has to like wrap around Saul's assassin body. And Calder's wow. is smaller, is like only like two feet, but still has this big like arcane belly on it. Looks like a, a snake that swallowed something. I'm small, <laughs> but I pack a punch, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you guys float out from under Toy Box's compound and find yourself in the open sea once again. You see colorful coral and abundant sea life. And after following your own instincts towards where the puppets know the whale fall to be, 
It eventually comes into view. You see a gargantuan, unmoving whale on the ocean floor that has sprouted an entire ecosystem around it. You see smaller fish and barnacles clinging to it. Everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. Okay. Uh, using, actually, your wisdom and intelligence are still yourself. Oh, that so makes you sense. So you can use oh, those okay. stats. Okay. Yeah. That's great. And I will also say that the whale fall is inspired by Emily, who said that she wanted to use <laughs> yeah. a whale fall as a lyric that's at some right. point. In Hot said, Boy Summer, cool. didn't can have a chance to. It's so good. And I'm it's really happening. happy that she it's happening. She gave me the green light. It's a 23. Okay. 16. Sweet. Um, that's going to be a four for cool. me, plus four, so eight, but you know. Sweet. Yeah, Saul, you're trying to float casually. Uh -huh. You see a bunch of fish around you and you're trying to, trying to just like blend in with everybody. You've got these two snakes that are wrapped around you and Calder, you are able to get a, a clear look with a DC 20 check on your perception. You see a lot of stuff. Right. You see that this whale down here, its mouth is a little bit open and inside you can see a light. So it does seem like there's someone in there. Outside of the whale's mouth, you see two of these buff goons guarding. They're the Bane-type goons that you saw with Dador. You also see a school of fish that is acting suspiciously, kind of like the ones you saw yeah, through the glass. Grumdals. Looks like they're on guard for Gromdahl. And as I say that, Saul, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Okay. And you get to add a plus 10. Great, I already had plus 12. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be a 30. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> These fish have no way of seeing you. And as puppets, mm -hmm. they have no way of sensing your magic. Great. I shit a little bit to make it convincing. Hey, come on. I'm back here. <laughs> Sorry. And I'll also say that seeing this school of fish looking around, either Thoreau is doing the exact same thing that Gromdahl does or Gromdahl is here. Right. I feel like he could be here. I would hope he's here. I'd love to get rid of him. Probably brought his fish, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's check out the perimeter of this whale. Yeah. Yeah, slither around this whale. See if there are any windows in the carcass of this great beast. <laughs> Saul just kind of like wiggles and shits around the perimeter. Yeah. <laughs> you have so much. <laughs> you notice that the eyes as you go around are glazy. Oh. But maybe not fully dead. The eyes of the fish? Is this whale still with us? The eyes of the whale? Oh. It looks weirdly like it might be under some kind of spell. Gromdahl. Does it look like the shark we saw that was under the Alexandrite spell? It doesn't look exactly like that. This okay. does, it from the outside, it, a so a whale fall is, is when a, a whale dies, sinks to the bottom of the ocean, and then kind of creates an ecosystem around it, as Emily told me. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like that, but this whale, as you go around the perimeter, does not look dead. It's watching us. This whale's looking at us. Okay. Oh, oh is he like weighed down with rocks? I, I'm worried it's like a mobile hideout. They can move it if they need to. Oh. I bet this whale doesn't want to be here, is what I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, our objective has totally changed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it just me, or is our fucking mission to get this fucking whale to burp up all these fucking people squatting in it? Yeah. yeah I was, uh, was going to light up inside the whale's mouth, but now that I know it's... uh, <laughs> Light up what? I'm a bum, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are, tiny king. Oh, I thought maybe you picked up smoking when you were with Jaina. No, just vaping. 
Sick Kelly style. <laughs> I'm vaping right now. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore. And you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk text and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content all in one place and all on your terms, folks. They've got beautiful beautiful templates and easy drag and drop tools. You can make a portfolio, you can make a blog, you can make a web series over there. You can do anything you want and you can do it all on Squarespace. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first order of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash pawpaw to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash Thank you, everybody. Um, okay, so what is the point of entry? Mm. Point of entry is the mouth. So we gotta get these guys out. Okay. Okay. How about this? I'm disguised as a fish. What if I pretend to be like a playful dolphin and I steal one of their weapons and they chase me away? I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm feeling like the person who has a chance here is like mm-hmm. you. You could like assassinate them from afar with like your darts or something like that. But, yeah, but also, we gotta do it without a fish seeing, because these fish are gonna alert everybody. Yeah, so maybe let's try that. Okay. Be a playful dolphin. Right. I'm gonna transform into a playful dolphin. You can't do that. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> what ability? <laughs> I guess I want to like. So I'm I'm disguised as a fish. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I I guess I want to just pretend to be a, a playful fish and. Uh, try and steal something from one of these guards and make them chase me away and then we can try and beat them up uh, behind a piece of coral or something wait before we do that can I peek <laughs> can I peek into the mouth I'm gonna say you guys should do another stealth check if you're approaching and want to do a perception check inside we're pretty stealthy yeah yeah let's give I it a go we should see what's what's in the mouth in case cool. things go wrong out here all right I'm gonna detach from a fish saw. Great. And I'm going to wriggle in. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, you guys now have 10 feet of movement as the snakes. Okay. And you'll need to use an action to pop up and become your puppet self again. Okay. Um, but everyone has 10 feet of movement. You guys take a while. Go ahead and give me stealth checks as you approach these big goons and try to slip into the whale's mouth. 
Okay, the one goon got a 12 on a perception check. Not great. I have a 27. Okay. The other one got a 24. 24. I have a 27. Um, And I'm going to use my bardic inspiration. Okay. And with that, I got a 28. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah. In snake form, I disappear amidst the reeds of the kelp, and I get a 40. Jesus. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Saul, we're going through the mouth. Where'd you go, buddy? <laughs> when the assassin disassembles, still has the sort of blue scales on the outside and just looks like an actual fucking eel, that slips in. Sick. It's me and the eel. <laughs> uh, so you guys sneak past the guards and enter the whale's mouth, and inside you see these walls of pink muscle, and they do appear to be contracting a bit. So uh, you think that it is panicking. alive. You see that there is a pool of water, but uh, it's not that high. It seems like there is some kind of magic that is clearing it out here. So it's, it's kind of like a cave. You see that there are torches up on the walls that light the inside like it's a big cavern. Um, and up ahead, deeper into the whale's innards, you can hear talking. Where is, I'm trying to think of where the poison or charm would be affecting the whale. Uh-huh. Everybody, I, I guess, give me like investigate checks. I give call to the help action. Great. Nice. 21. Uh, five. Okay. Calder, <laughs> Calder, you I'm s- an eel. <laughs> you see that there is Alexandrite magic on the whale. Registering about 49%. Mm. And this is some kind of powerful psychic control. Looks like he's able to subdue this whale. Okay. 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 All right. Let's continue on. Right. Right. Um, I'll try and wriggle ahead and listen to this conversation if I can. Great. Okay. Yes. So Saul's going to wriggle a little bit. Are you going to be in assassin mode or snake mode? Because it's an action to come out of snake. I'll stay in snake mode. Okay, we'll keep your same stealth check then. So, Saul, you sneak ahead, and ahead in the widest and tallest part of the whale's body, you see that they've erected a giant squid statue. You see the squid's two tentacles go off to the side, but the eight legs curl up to form stands, atop which you can see eight people. Seven of them wear black robes with long gold chains that mimic the look of the squid's legs or tentacles. Most of them have their hoods up, but you see who you can assume to be their leader. Thero Krakarn's head is very much exposed. He looks like a sea elf combined with an evolved eldritch horror. Pale blue skin with white hair, but his eyes are blank and white. His brain is visible and throbbing. And there are literal, like, roots and nerves and receptors whipping around as if feeling around for psychic energy. (sighs) Saul, go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, Just a 13. Okay. You see that the other members look to be kind of weirdly in sync with him. Like, as he's kind of gesturing around, some of them are kind of doing the same movements as him. You see the one outlier here is Gromdahl Bronzebeard, who's standing atop one of the pillars, but not seeming like he's doing it for any kind of ritualistic reason. Looks like he's just there to speak to Thero. You see this 
Uh, it's got the like red beard, the bronze beard of the bronze beards. Ha- has like food in it and shit. This is like a dirty, a dirty daddy, an absolute dirty yeah. dude. Dude didn't even need his toothbrush that I stole. Yeah, yeah, he probably was never going to use it. I uh, was probably going to use it to like scrape the bottom of his boots or something. I have eyes. I have eyes on the filthy father. Yeah. Uh, this this filthy dude in soiled leather armor, and as you get close, you can hear. Echoing through the cave, Pharaoh speaks to him and goes, I can plane shift you, but we cannot defeat the Octo Magi without your help. I have pacified this whale, but I do not have the control over animals that you do, Gromdahl. I need you to dominate it, use its language to call others to us. If we are to defeat the Magi, we will need to divide them. A pod of whales crashing through the city will do just that. See, Gromdahl looks around and just whistles, just kind of like, it's a big fucking whale, that's a big ask. I believe you have the potential. You see, one of the other acolytes Mm. hands Gromdahl a vial, and Thoreau goes, Alexandrite magic. The power to control your own cellular makeup. Unlock your full potential. And Gromdahl looks at it hesitantly. Let me see what I can do without it first. And Thero just kind of shrugs his shoulders. And Gromdahl goes over and puts his hand on the flesh of the whale. And looks like he's beginning to try to bond with it. Or try to cast spells on it. I really um, don't like that. Can I wriggle back and yep. report everything mm-hmm. I've seen? Okay. Wriggle and report. <laughs> wriggle and report. <laughs> okay, well. So what's the plan of attack here? We can't let Gromdahl get any more powerful. Yeah. Do we even want to let him attempt to control this whale that we're in? No. But I feel like the only move right now would be to send you in and have you explode. Since we aren't going to be able to... I can't to. do that inside this thing. Yeah. With us looking, you mean? Is it, could it, would it be embarrassing? No, because it's the whale. <laughs> what are you implying? You don't get the... What sense. is that supposed to be? You don't get the sense that... So the mechanics of it are 10 feet by 10 feet. Oh, okay. So you don't necessarily... Ah. The, the whale is fucking huge. Like going into that room, Saul, you're in a huge cavern. Yeah. Okay. And also, even if the whale took all of the damage, the whale still would not die. Right. I can throw you into the air and then you can explode and then the whale won't even take that damage. And then you guys just sit outside the mouth and pick them off. Beat the shit out of anyone that comes through. Guys, these aren't our real bodies. Let's be reckless, okay? Okay. Calder takes a huge drag of a vape. (laughs) Sweet. Why don't we go ahead and provided you pass your stealth checks, some of these guys will be surprised. Uh But let's go ahead and roll initiative. 11. Ooh, that's a filthy fatherly 20 for me. Wow. Wow. That is a nat 20 for me. Oh, Oh, yes. Which is just a 20. Yeah. (laughs) But we can put you before Saul because the nat 20 can can be the winner here. So is our plan to transform and then throw Calder up there and try and get him like in the center of this table? Yeah, he even might be able to just jump up there. That's true. How high up is it? I'll say the pillars are about 10 feet up. 
Okay. Okay. The tentacle platforms are in sort of like a circle, mm-hmm. about 10 feet in diameter. So if he was able to get completely in the middle, he could potentially hit the whole syndicate. Minus Gromdahl, who's over, sort of has his hand up against the pink wall of the whale. All right, so Callie, we just need your pitching arm. Do you think you can hit him with a fastball right down the middle, right in the strike zone? I oh. really fucking do, Tiny King. Oh, Calder. <laughs> <laughs> I, I curl up into the tiniest little ball. Sweet. So Callie, as the brute puppet, picks up the powder keg, this uh, much smaller one with this protruding arcane battery. Saul, you are in your assassin form. I I presume everybody's going to come out of snake form. Yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. Everybody comes out of snake form. You guys feel your bodies begin to click together and work. And as you guys go to sneak in, I'm going to need stealth checks from everyone. Okay. 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 27. Okay. Okay. So Pass Without Trace is still active? Yeah. Great. Then yeah, it's for an hour. I got a 22 then. Then that is another Doherty 40. Ooh. Okay, Doherty 40. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm going to give you guys a fun peek behind the screen. Uh-huh. Thorough Crackhorn has a passive perception of 20. So you guys do <laughs> oh. manage to pass it. Yes. <gasps> Incredible. Wow. You guys. All those little nerve endings coming from his brain can't see us. Yeah, it really makes sense. We outriggled him. You guys manage to work together, go around the outside, dodging the torches. These guys very much so rely on psychic energy of being able to sense people coming near them. And like Toybox was saying, Thera recognizes Toybox's magic, but this is your guys' magic coming through. So if they don't see you, they don't know you're there. You guys sneak through the shadows and you begin to close in on these platforms. As you do, everybody give me perception checks. That's uh, a four. Okay. That's a 10. Okay, 12. You guys see the same thing that Saul saw, which is that some of them look like they're mirroring Thero a bit, but you don't get any insight beyond that. The first one to act who is not surprised is Calder. I guess I go into a very, very tight ball and hold my action for Callie to toss me. Okay. (laughs) So the way Calder's thing works is if he's destroyed, then the powder keg goes off. But if he uses an action, it does even more damage. So you see that he begins shaking and glowing. I'm charging up. The fuse is lit. He is charging up. Uh, After him, that is Saul's turn. Wow. You're absolutely glowing. It's a glow up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna hold an action as well. I basically prepare my arm blades to stab anyone running out of the whale's mouth. Great. (laughs) You prepare your wrist blades. uh, They shink out from your wrists. You guys do see that as you guys make these noises, Thero comes out of the surprise condition at initiative 21. So does clock you guys, but almost in slow motion cannot act yet. But you see he sees you. Yes. The syndicate members at initiative 12 come out of surprise. You see they begin looking towards you too. Callie, that is your turn at initiative 11. Okay. I'm gonna try to throw the powers of yes. <laughs> Okay, here's how this is gonna work. Okay. You are this big brute of a puppet. You take the powder keg, you take Calder, okay. and you go to launch him. <laughs> In order to hit everyone, it's gonna be a DC 15 plus seven. So DC 22 to get everybody, 21 to get six, 20 to get five, and so on. You got this. 
I'm going to use my bardic inspiration <gasps> for the first time. I get to oh my God, you bardic yourself. Yeah, I bardic, we'll right? Because the yeah. puppet. Okay. Yeah, you feel this. Uh, you, you see water begins to drip down from your face and your puppet is crying. The spring of water. <laughs> <laughs> A swelling of fae folk music. I saw getting the six on that turns it into 24. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the brute puppet. Tosses the powder keg into the middle. Yeah. You see, Pharaoh Krakarn clocks it. What? Toy box, you bastard! There's this huge explosion of arcane energy. Calder, you wake up in the pod instantly as your consciousness goes back to Toybox's workshop. Wow, what a rush. Meanwhile, the rest of you guys see this wave of green energy goes and destroys the statue of the squid, begins breaking down all of these pedestals, and you see the seven members of the syndicate are all hit head on. They're all going to do dexterity saving throws as they are covered in white light. Yeah, Calder! You better leave that whale alone. <laughs> Calder, go, go ahead and roll me 24d6. Would be a pleasure that is, wow, 77 damage. <laughs> <Yes>. Good lord. <laughs> you see, right off the bat, three of them are torn asunder, yes. are just destroyed. Yes. Their robes yes. warp and are tattered and disappear. One of them that dies is Thorough Crackhard. The green overtakes his body and he screams. You see his his brain explodes, his like exposed brain goes off. Wow. And he is torn asunder. However, something that you were not picking up with the perception checks earlier Mm. is that these guys all actually look like they're in lockstep. They are the evolved form of what Daydor was doing. It looks like Thero has taken over all of these dudes. So you see, oh. as he dies, as his prime body dies, uh-huh. another one's head explodes, exposing the brain and these like neurons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Thero's new prime body turns and points at you guys as you're running towards him. But uh, Saul, you have a prepared action. Yeah, I think as soon as this explosion happens, I just sprint in. I'm like tracking what's happening. I see this awful flower of tentacles explode out of his brain. Uh, I'm just going to leap up and try and stab. Great. Great. Uh, So you're going after the dude that Thorough is currently inhabiting. Yes. Great. So there's four left, right? There are four left. Gromdahl's. Okay. Okay. And Gromdahl's his own thing. Yeah. Yeah, Gromdahl turns around, doesn't know what the fuck happens, just (laughs) screams. (laughs) Ah, I was talking to the goddamn whale. What happened over there? (laughs) Keep talking to the whale. Everything's fine. Um, does an 18 hit? 18 does not hit. You Ooh. see, as if predicting your movements, looks at like your elbow as you swing, knows where you're going to be, and whoosh, shifts to the side. <laughs> you have a bardic if you want to use it. Uh, I'm going to use my bardic. Thank you. Okay. Does a 24 hit? 24 does hit. Great. Yeah. So you remember you have inspiration from Callie. You mm-hmm. remember you shouldn't be swinging a dagger. You should be stabbing with a dagger. <laughs> you change your elbow formation and thrust forward Inspired, and you. stab into him. <laughs> and then uh, I faint with the other one and I pretend to punch. And then as soon as I'm close enough, the wrist blade extends and stabs right into him. Uh, that is a 16 plus 9, 25 to hit. Hits. Okay, so both are going to hit. Um, great. I'm within five feet of Callie, so I'm going to do a sneak attack. Hell yeah. Amazing. Okay. 
Shit, can I just crawl over Callie and Saul's bodies and see if I can peer in <laughs> through their crowns to see what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see, you do see that toy box waves over for you. Come here, Calder. Watch on the big screen. <laughs> oh, wow. I can watch with you. Yeah, you see Kenna is eating popcorn. It's actually pretty cool. I'm yeah. suspicious still. I don't like seeing you guys in the pods, but man, that was cool as hell. Yeah, Kelly tossed me so fast. Okay, so that's going to be 21 points of piercing damage Okay, from my blades. Uh, looks insanely hurt from being hit with this explosion. You stab into him. You feel his body coming apart. I scream, save the whales, as I pump acid into him for 27 <laughs> points of damage. Are you uh, some kind of whale protection group? <laughs> Who is it? Who doesn't like whales? Uh, what, how, so 21 damage? And then 27 points of acid damage. Okay. You managed to disintegrate another yeah! one of the ferrets. Right on. You see, this dude goes down, uh. you stab into him, acid begins to eat away at his body, and you see he collapses. You see another one of these acolytes around, brain explodes and becomes the new prime thero. Stupid fucking puppets. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me that popcorn, Kenna. Aren't you basically a puppet for thero now? You're just controlling- I am thero. I don't know. It looks a little different. There's a mole right there. You didn't have a mole on that body. Um, flips you off. <laughs> After Saul's turn, bottom of the order, Gromdahl is surprised. <laughs> uh, top of the order is Thero Crackarn. Okay. Thero is going to go to attack Saul. Uh-oh. Okay, you're going to have disadvantage because I'm guarding him. Okay, Saul. I step in the way eight feet of... <laughs> Hunking, sexy muscle. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! She's a smoke show of a robot. It's rippling. Ten, ten puppet over what here. What is up with this puppet? <laughs> okay, so Thoreau is going to make a special kind of like telekinesis attack. You see, he holds his hand up, and Saul, what is your puppet's strength score? Oh, eleven. Okay, so way beats an eleven. Hits a telekinesis attack on Saul. Okay. Additionally, if the attack would hit the guarded ally, you can instead have it hit you. Okay. So can I do that on you this can. telekinesis? So you right. dive in the way of the magic, Callie. Callie. Uh, and you see this big brute <laughs> is picked up and he goes, out of the way. That's right, bitch. I'm a himbo now. Uh, <laughs> Damn, look at that hunk. And you see he's going to pick you up with telekinesis and slam you into the ground for 25 force damage. Hmm. I don't know why the puppet has a cod piece, but it's great. Uh, then he's going to take a second attack on Saul. Hmm. Still disadvantage. Still disadvantage. Uh, still manages to hit with the telekinesis. Take it again. <laughs> Kelly goes to of take it again. Of course I take it again. We can divide this up. You don't need to take all the all damage. All right. You I really... will tell you when I'm done taking damage for right now. I love it. You need to stay back. <laughs> Is going to use the second telekinesis attack to do something different. Flings you 30 feet away. You only take 11 damage, but you slam into the ground. Uh, and now, and now he looks at him. Saul. Wow. You can't guard him right now, but he is out of attacks at the moment. There goes the hottest yes. puppet I've ever seen. A Pinocchio smoke show. <laughs> <laughs> After Thero's turn, that is Saul's turn. Oh, nice. Yeah, Calder, you could take a turn to have some popcorn. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, can I watch, watch out? I can toss it. This is like what Callie did to me. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give I me- throw it really high. Give me an acrobatic strike to try to catch it in your mouth. Uh, that's an 18. Uh, yeah, wow. you throw it really high and you catch it. 
oh my god, that was incredible. <laughs> Mr. Kilday! Mr. Kilday! She it starts right down. taking out very expensive potions and pouring them down your throat. <laughs> Stay still! Stay still, Mr. Kilday! <laughs> yeah. You see Foster, Foster and the puppet run up to you. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, after Calder's turn, Saul, that is your turn. Uh, I want to use a free action to briefly open my eyes and see if Kenna is using my sock that I gave her. Uh, yes, you see the uh, assassin collapses, uh, and you see she is using it to hold popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> it's got so many uses. That's incredible. Um, okay. I'm going to keep an eye on Gromdahl. Okay. But I do want to just keep whacking these Theros. Great. Uh, 21 to hit. 21's going to hit. Uh, 16's going to miss. 16 misses. Okay, so that's one hit. Uh, looks to be like learning your abilities, like starts moving with you as you <laughs> swing at him. Then I'll just have to move stupider. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to predict. <laughs> He's so goddamn stupid. <laughs> I just start doing like a weird noodle dance. Uh, sweet. Uh, I'll do a deck saving throw. That time passes, so it's going to take half of the acid damage but we'll take uh, the regular piercing damage, not sneak attack. Okay, uh, with half the acid and one attack, that is going to be 24 damage. Okay, you fuck up another one of these Theros, but he stays up. <laughs> Saul, after your turn, mm -hmm. he is going to take a legendary action and is going to use a telekinesis attack on you while the brute is away. So as Callie goes to run <laughs> towards you to save you, uh, is gonna try to pick you up and slam you into the ground uh, with a 30 to hit, definitely mm -hmm. hits. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is 27 damage. You see your puppet slams up against the wall here after the legendary action. That is the other syndicate members. There are only two, two. left. <laughs> They're going to circle up to try to destroy Saul here. You see that when Thero is not taking them over, they are not as strong. They like whip tentacles out from their wrists, almost like your dagger. Uh, so the one is going to take a tentacle attack on you. Uh -huh. That is a 17 to hit. Uh, that does hit. Okay, hits you uh, for 15 damage. Um, and you are grappled. Uh, so tentacle wraps around you and holds you in place. Other one takes a tentacle attack, uh, and that is only a 12 to hit. That misses. Yeah, so you kind of uh, slide out of the way, <laughs> slip sliding um, while this one guy has you grappled. Saul starts doing the monkey from Johnny Bravo and just like perfectly avoids all hits. <gasps> That's good TV. Move so stupidly, so stupidly. After the syndicate member's turn, Callie, that is your turn. The brute is 30 feet away. Assassin, I'm just uh -huh. gonna ask you to hold out a bit longer. I want to run over to Gromdahl, okay. and I want to try to grapple him and drag him as far as I can to get closer to everyone. Okay, go ahead and give me a contested strength check. Uh, he got a 16. I got a 16 on the dice, becomes a 24. Great, uh, yeah, <laughs> you giant robot fucking pick Gromdahl up over your shoulder. Okay, and I think I can, grappled, I can only move him half my, so we're yeah. within 15 feet. So I'll say you can get like, yeah, so you get him 15 feet closer to the pillars here. Ah. Can I also, since I, that was only one, uh, one thing to uh, grapple him, can I also just get a hit off on him? Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. have two attacks. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna try and slam him. Rib shot. 18 to hit. Uh, 18 hits him. Oh, I see what you're thinking, Callie. 14 damage. Okay. You fuck him right up. He is a druid, not in wild shape form right now, so you yeah. punch him right in the gut. Toy box, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> if he thinks that, if he, if he thinks this is toy box, I want to be like, you have a chance now. 
if you want to work with me. Oh, Calder's inhaling popcorn. This is really <laughs> riveting. This is good stuff. Uh, go ahead and give me a, I'll say, contested persuasion check against Thero, which you hear Thero yells, Toy Box has something to do with it, but there's some other kind of magic. It's not just him. Okay, that was amazing. This puppet only has a plus zero to charisma, but I got a 17 on the die. Okay. Thero does manage to beat your persuasion check, unfortunately, but you do see Gromdahl looks confused by this. Okay. Remember, there's another way. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Ah-ha-ha. After Callie's turn, Thero is going to take a legendary action and once again do a telekinesis attack on... Saul's assassin Uh-oh. grabs him, slams him again into the ground for 24 damage. Oof. Ooh, I'm in a bad way. Um, after that, that is Gromdahl's turn. Callie, as you are wrestling with Gromdahl, mm-hmm. Gromdahl is going to use a bonus action to wild shape. You okay. see he starts I to... Into what, though? Turns into a giant fucking, like, were-rat looking thing. Just this giant, nasty rat dude. Um, And he's just going to bite down into you uh, and do a bite attack. Uh, Doesn't even try to escape the grapple, just you have this big rat in your hand, starts scrambling around and biting into you. Stay strong, Callie. I like this. (laughs) I'm a fucking brute V-rat. Calder stops eating popcorn briefly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hits on the first attack. That is an 18 to hit. Uh, hits. 25 damage, Callie. Okay. Um, and then is going to take a claw attack, swings at you. Only gets a 14 to hit. So slashes Missing. across your carapace, but you're just too big of a freaking brute. I'm fucking too big. I'm too hot. Too big, too strong, too <laughs> I'm sexy. I'm a fucking gorgeous himbo. <laughs> uh, after Himbot. After Gromdahl's turn, that is Thero Proper's turn again. Thero is going to uh, continue the telekinesis attack on Saul. Uh, Gets a 17. That's going to beat your strength. So picks you up and slams you into the ground for 29 damage. Saul is down. God damn. But now you explode. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's I was trying to drag Gromd yeah. all over to get mm-hmm. attacked by anything, ah, but we're not within I forgot range. about the, the oh. these, yeah. like, engines. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say, since I forgot about it and I created this character, Thero forgot about it. So <laughs> Thero slams you into the ground, um, and then you see the, Callie, you see the arcane battery within Saul's puppet begins to glow and explodes. It's not going to do as much damage as the powder keg, but it'll do a decent amount of damage. All three of these guys got to do saving throws. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Two of them fail. Go ahead and roll 66. <laughs> and then the one that doesn't fail still takes half. Yeah. Uh, that's 19 points of fire damage. Okay. Yeah. You fully kill another one of the Theros. Ooh. You see Let's go. as your consciousness leaves this being. <laughs> big explosion. Callie, you see another one of these dudes is torn asunder. Other two guys look greatly injured by this. Thero is not in good shape. And Saul, you wake up to this movie night inside of Toy Box's Whoa. workshop. We got popcorn? Yeah, we're eating it out of this weird hat, I think. <laughs> oh, well, you know, that, that's it's got multiple uses. Great. <laughs> Saul just grabs some of his tongue. Okay, so uh, Callie, what is your strength score? 
18. 18. Okay, so uh, a little bit harder to hit you. So uh, Thero, as a legendary action, is going to... There's only two guys left. At least that's the, that's the brute strength score. That's yes, 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 of okay, course. Cool, cool. So the main Thero uh, is going to attack you. Okay, does get a 20. That hits. So grabs you and is going to use a telekinesis effect to restrain you. Lifts you up and sort of forces your arms together. Who are you? I'm fucking toy box, bitch. <laughs> We've been over this. How many times do we have to fucking scrum before you get it through your head? We are the biggest of fucking enemies. She's so hot right now. <laughs> uh, so then that's Calder and Saul watching the movie. <laughs> that goes back to the one syndicate member that's left that is not thorough. Can I have some of your Coke, Calder? This is a really expensive healing potion, but yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, great, cool. This dude takes it attacks with advantage because you are restrained. Okay. Gets a 19 to hit. Hits. 15 damage, Callie. Uh, okay. Then that is, Thero's gonna take a second attack, this time with advantage. Uses another telekinetic attack to slam you into the ground for Oof. 30 damage. Okay. Then that is your turn, Callie. Okay, I'm gonna hit. So I'm restrained, I can't you're but restrained. I'm, you but I can still, I'm with Gromdahl though. Yeah, you can attack Gromdahl. Okay. You and Gromdahl are tied up together. <laughs> Whoa. Um, just this dirty little rat trying to bite you. I'm just gonna attack him. My first slam attack is a 12 to hit. Okay. Oh wait, uh, but with a rat? What is the rat? Oh, the rat, uh, he has 16 like natural mm. okay, armor. Okay. He's not, he's not like a tiny rat. He's Second like, attack is a 27 to hit. Hits, Woo. yeah. Never seen a rat with a beard before. <laughs> That's 13 bludgeoning damage, and okay. he has to do a strength save or be not prone. Uh, you see, uh, he does pass the strength save. Uh, you pound into his stomach, uh, and he just keeps fighting you. He's pretty fierce in this form. Damn, that rat is a himbo, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely a strong rat. In another world, we'd be fucking friends. <laughs> I agree. I don't, we were friends, Toy Box. I don't know why you're doing this. That's not Toy Box. Yeah, it fucking is, and I'm trying to recruit him back. Callie, he attacks with advantage and does... 27 damage on the first attack. Okay. Uh, and then attacks with his claws. Hits with advantage. That is 18 damage, Callie. Okay. Now everyone within 10 feet makes a dexterity save. Okay. Uh -oh. That is just going to be Gromdahl. What, what about the other guy who ran up and hit me? Oh, you know what? The guy who used his tentacle does indeed. The one that is not prime thorough does need to do a check. And he fails. You have the potential to kill another one of these guys. Oh my god. Him but you need, bot, to, you need to do 20 bot. damage. 25 damage! Holy oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> From Toy Box's workshop, you guys watch as the Brute's arcane battery charges and explodes, catching the last acolyte <laughs> before Thero can pull him back with telekinesis. This dude yes. is torn apart by a surge of green energy. And as the brute puppet body is destroyed, Callie, you awaken in Toy Box's workshop <gasps> with everyone else. I was so strong. Popcorn. <laughs> yes, please. And you see that as you join the others with the popcorn, you see that the, the projection is still up. The brute's head has crashed to the ground and separated from the rest of its body. It's almost like somebody dropped a camera that is still recording. And you see the injured Thorough, blood sort of streaking out of his mouth, uh, walks over to it, picks it up, 
He closes his eyes and looks to be casting a spell. And after a moment, he opens his eyes and goes, Calliope Petrichor. What? Hey. It was three of them. The three who killed Daydor. The ones who were sneaking around your room. Damn, Kelly, you're famous. <laughs> as your name is mentioned, Callie, and as the three of you are mentioned, you see Gromdahl clenches his fist. And Thero continues. The plan to take the city must be put on hold. Toybox and his new friends have to be dealt with first. I'll grant you the plane shift if... Thero is suddenly cut off as Gromdahl slashes his throat with a vicious swipe of his paw. And as he chokes, Gromdahl watches coldly. If you think I'm going to listen to you in your weakened state, then you're no psychic. I'm the leader of this pack now. Gromdahl pushes his boot down into Thero's neck. You've hollowed out the minds of half your followers, and with you dead, they'll do whatever I tell them. I could never bond with humans the way I did with animals, but perhaps I haven't reached my full potential, as you say. <laughs> you see, he grabs the vial that Thero had handed him before. Thero reaches his hand out. You don't know how to control it. Gromdahl smirks. Evolution is just nature, my old friend. See, he downs the vial and screams as unnatural power surges through him. You see his dire rat form bulges with unnatural musculature, crushing Thero under his feet. The last body, Thero Krakarn, is dead. Wow. With glowing red eyes, Kromdahl picks up the puppet head again and talks directly to you. I was going to beat you to that last serpent, Calliope. But now I think I'll take all three. I throw my fucking popcorn at the screen. <laughs> I'm coming for what's mine. You see, he closes his eyes and drops the puppet head, and it suddenly rolls as if the whale has abruptly taken off. And that's where we'll end our session. Oh, Jesus, oh. man. Yet another juicy rat coming to kick our ass. <laughs> there have been actually a lot of juicy rats through experimentation. <laughs> I should examine that about myself. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, we'll look into it as long as it keeps happening. Yeah, we'll talk about this more over on the short rest. Patreon.com slash NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Wee. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? I just want to shout out um, Caldwell uh, showed me a really cool picture online of oh. someone got a calliope oh. Uh, oh, yeah. tattoo. Sick calliope tattoo. That yeah. was really awesome. And then also I feel like uh, I've gotten some good uh, little presents at shows, specifically in Portland. Someone made me a denim jacket and painted the Dungeon Court logo. Oh, on hell the back. yeah. That's fucking it sick. was so awesome. Incredible. So just a shout out to that. And there's going to be plenty of more opportunities to give us really sick gifts after shows. We have <laughs> two huge shows coming up yes. in DC. Oh, yeah. 
and in Boston uh, in January. So go on over to nadpod.com slash live. You can buy tickets for them now. And mm-hmm. they'll be our last shows for a minute. Yeah, yeah. we've been on the road a lot. We'll so road I think we're going to chill a little bit after this. So if you want to come see NADPOD, I'd suggest going to Boston or DC. Yeah. That's correct. It's a, a blowout show. <laughs> <laughs> a powder keg of a show. That's right. Um, and you know what? While you're at nadpod.com, go ahead and open a second tab uh, okay. to our shop because we should have some okay. new fun merch showing up in there uh, throughout the holidays. Uh, so yeah, go check it out. Get yourself some fresh new merch uh, for us to deface with Sharpies when you see us at our show. Hell yeah. Yes. Uh, and just a reminder, I feel like we plug this every once in a while, but why not now? Uh, the NADPOD print shop. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Definitely. Uh, artists can use our characters and whatnot, put it up there, and you'll get all the profits on mm-hmm. your pictures. You can go get prints made by independent artists, and uh, it funds the artists. All profits go to the artists. So check that out. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Uh, and you can follow us on social media that we may or may not use, at chmersme, at Caldys Caldwell, at Ashford's Emily, and at Jake Rhodes' Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-E-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are, the youth of a nation. We are, we are, the youth of a nation. It's the end of our show, which means it's time to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Behold their names. Brad D., Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, Hugh C., Later McSkater, Matt M., Cutter W., Feared Al, Daniel G., Dungeon Mama, all right, fine, it's extremely sexual, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P., Vincent W., Victor T., a.k.a. Balnor's Boy, Hoyd's Friend, Justin I., Danny Danster, TJ M., Trey Lay, The Cray, Christopher B., Damiel R., Jordan L., Cyborg Version of Josh the Kobold, A Sweet Blue Hole Filled with Beans, Princess Yar, Jory S., Jack L., Nicholas C., star of every film ever made in Bohemia, now back in action after Union Victory. Enjoy the set. Samuel B., Mike H., Alka Smeltzer Plus, Great Value Gemma, Adam G., Tyler F., Knee Badger, Panama James, Adrian, Rex Daniel, The White, Diana De Los Lopez, CC Lulu, Hercule Poirot, The Rabbit Folk Detective, Lucas B., Reiko, It's Kevin, Tucker's wife, Lynn Michelle, Calder Comes Cold, Hashtag CCC Forever. Stay frosty, fairy followers. Taylor B., the vengeful one-winged angel. Cass, skateboard, Cass. Steven, see Stevens on the seas, see. Mike K., Lady Taco, shout out to Uncle Pee-Pee. Oh, sweet. Jake L., Nick W., swashbuckling swag snagger. Agnity of the Nadcord. That's discord.gg slash nadpod. William Wall. William W. Big Bad Beardo the Mad. Ananarama. Percival Frederickstein von Musel Klosowski de Rolo III. Magdalene the Mad. Item the Simple Temples. J. Dragonborn. Vincent the Wimple Warlord. Daniels. The Sandrean. Ben A. Dave H. Catherine S. David K. Christian S. 
Ryan D, Dustin S, Danny F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookvar's assistant Izzy F, DPC is awesome, Shone, the shade tree mechanic of Zelbuldar, Summer Rose, aka Grand Terre. Cat C, Misa of House in Zunza. Ariel, the occasional mermaid. Selena N, aka Velociraptor. B, Perky Always. Pat L, Maxwell J, Lauren H, Nolani, the coffee brewing barista fighter of Linpial and Bohemia. Ryan S, the Bone Duster. Annie, the Feywild therapist. Ball business illustrator insert request. Oh, you know I need to see those cool puppet robots we got to fight in. Yes, please. Thank you. Carly A. Connor S. Salil. Weed Goku 69, a.k.a. Trevor G. Leviathan. Bioquart 7. Amber Dextrous. Sullivan H. Trub Hopdropper. Jack H. Crabster Champion Acrod. Scuttling sideways towards tomorrow. Lindsay W, Valen, Carlin C, Emily S, Saul Slimy Spunk, hashtag release the filthy guppy cut. It's out there and it's disgusting. James G, Everything Bago, the Aladrin who just wants to hang out with his pet badger Stripey. Daddy Master Dandy, Han, the Green Teen, Eric B, Stars and Roses for Han Forever, Marcos, Jordan P, the occasional crit reporter. Learns the Balanced Druid, Dakota James P, Frida M, Pagos, self-proclaimed Fae King, joined in macabre matrimony. They will never know a lonely day again as long as I draw breath. Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian. Maggie S, see you in Chicago. Hope you had a good time. Holly H, Leah, Leah, Hunter H, Pixel Stars, Akash T, Andrew, Crick Planeswalker, can't wait for Orlando. Hope you enjoyed your show in Orlando. Dufinius, Cal, just Cal, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, yes, the whole thing, yes, every time. Swim deep through the mountains, face giants, fire and ice, if only for beans. I think that's got to be part of a song. Uh, maybe it's part of Hard One, The Giant Lair, I'm not sure. And I have a memory of, were they a friend? Was it just a dream? A trapped elder, a song, game over maybe. Who was that? Keychain, Pentium 2, Processor. Lorelei, the succubus, and Kyra, her busty queen. Matt M, your friendly neighborhood yaunt and yunkle, Andrew and Sid. John Adams, yes, like the president. Meg, the mail carrier manager of Bohemia. James F, Jimmy A, M4L, Austin S, Knight of the Living Falster, saw you in Denver, hope you had a great time Falster, you left your egg gunk everywhere and we did get fined. Wayfarer, upon returning to their fey flower shop, found it completely overrun with trolls. Oh geez, what will they do now? Shane C, Barpo Goodbarrel, Barbarian. Three, Awaken, Gooses. Tari rhymes with Jabari, wishing her husband Ryan a happy first anniversary. Thank you for critting on my heart. Aw, that's so sweet. Welshlander, Garrett G, aka One Big Curd. Mr. D, Dana the Daisy, Ethan B, Havy the Half Orc, 
Renee, the monster captain. Gabriel W. Box C. Olivia, the enchanting bard who is working hard on her audition for the lead singer of the Mounting Crows. Yeah. Winter Slade. Riley S. Fico. Angry Wheat. Anthony, the raddest of dudes who secured his Carnegie Hall tickets for himself and his lovely partner Josh, the finest of dudes. Congrats, dudes. Josh H. James B. Clementine T. Caleb L. Fairy followers are celebrating. Hashtag CCC. I love Sunny. Aw. Cantrip Dumbledore, the bear onesie wearing barbarian. Lexi H. MJ, the BFG, drinking tea by the sea. The very merry whale guy. Aw, tis the season, I guess. Rathmodius, OG1 Kenobi. Mama Bell, the silver serpent herself. CNAT Spell, the wizard. Derek Davidson, Derek D. Tristan, the talentless hunk. Leon Kumori, legendary hero of Bohemia from a future campaign. BTA Workshop, Shenanigans O'Connor. Mios, the great. Alex K. Joshy P, the public enemy. Joshua S. Alexander. Linz W. Angel La Pamela, the forever vindicated. Emma S. Red, the reforged warforged. A cat napping in a sunbeam, listening to a podcast. Hard ones, hot hump gunk. Shell B, Kenna's third favorite sprite girl. Currently elder mourning the split of the sprite girls. Ah, oh, damn it, Jerry. Jackson R, T3RHX, official Ned Flanders, Zborb, Blake H searching for a sweet blue hole with his bestie Big Bev. Lloyd can't seem to figure out when you guys record these. Papa Scaddies, Mima Scaddies. Oh, it's V. Tommy W, Mike and Lisa sending love to all y'all. Haley the human, Megan N, the big M. John Fraser, the Dicelander. Stephanie of House in Zunza. Jake's Ramen Shop, Rip Melchior the Brave, Leonin Warrior. Who even cares about the rest of the party? Not me. I'm missing my Melchior. Tracy P. Karjish. Benjamin A. Sacrificial Otaku, pin name for Callie's cousin, who discovered anime and is trying to spread the word all over Bohemia. Jiggy M. Mikkel A. Angie A, Liloth, Josh Hole, The Ultra Barn, Froki, The Two Crew, Blue Through, Bill M, Maple, The Shy Bookworm, Nicholas S, Ashley, Franco, aka Vlad, aka Pat, aka Bronze, Seth E, and Billy Batson. Whew, that is all of our elders. Folks, thank you all so, 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 so much for listening. If you would like to join this illustrious council, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's going to be it for us. We will see you here next week. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Love you very much. Happy holidays. Why have I not stopped? I'm not sure. Farewell. That was a HeadGum Podcast.